Hey, yo, welcome everybody to episode 28 of the Two Player Co op podcast. I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. Yeah, that is. I can't place it now. Oh, it's the whistle from Zelda. Right? Yeah. It's the whistle. Okay. Yeah. Good job. Episode that, 28. That's what, what I was thinking of. Yeah. Well, I know. I knew you were trying to figure out something. I don't know what it was, but that was good. Uh, episode 28. You know what episode this is for me? Hmm. Deep cut. Tyrone Wheatley. No. <laughs> Too obvious. Kareem Garcia. What? Kareem Garcia. Do you remember Kareem Garcia for uh, the yeah. Yankees? The only reason I pick him is because remember Pedro after the brawl being interviewed saying, who... Who who is Karim Garcia? I mean, who is Karim Garcia? You are nothing to me. Who is Karim Garcia? I don't remember. You don't that. remember that? I mean, I remember the brawl. I don't remember him <sighs> saying that. Who is Karim Garcia? I, I who is Karim Garcia? He he played right field. He was there for a few years. Wow, I've never heard of him. Yeah, I think. Did Pedro throw at him to start the brawl? I can't remember. Anyways, that's what. What do you got for number twenty-eight? Anything? Tyrone Wheatley. Tyrone Wheatley. Okay, whatever. Uh, how you doing? It's a nice long weekend here. We're getting ready to celebrate our freedoms tomorrow. Yep, tomorrow. As we're recording this. Back to uh, recording on Sundays, now that the Game of Thrones has ended. Game over. Um, so I won't spend too much time on it, but I realized that last weekend I didn't talk about it at all. Um, but it's not a Game of Thrones podcast, so I'll keep it short, but... Season finale was fantastic. Um, probably, I would say the best episode of Game of Thrones yet. I would maybe go so far as to say the best episode of television that I've ever seen. You said it was better than Ozymandias. I, I have no idea if I said if that right or not. but I say Ozymandias. Whatever. That's high praise. I know. And I didn't. I think I said if any episode of TV was ever going to be better than Ozymandias. That was when... That was when everything went down. When he got killed. When um, Right at the beginning, they shot... What's his name? Why can't I remember the brother's name? I mean, the brother's name. Hank, yeah. Yeah. Okay, continue. No, that's it. Um, Just really good episode. Um, That's putting it lightly. Uh, Supposedly, there's only like a season and a half worth of material left right um so they're going to kind of like breaking bad did just kind of do one last season but split it into two partial seasons and that'll be it but have have they said yet how they're going to do that like is it going to be a year apart or wasn't it didn't breaking bad because i didn't watch it live full year it was a full year it wasn't just like a winter break or anything it was wow okay awful well, then that's stupid to call it the same season, then that's stupid. Well, it should have been five and six. That's just dumb. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, should be pretty good. Cool. I got nothing to add. All right, then. Uh, what, what do you got over there? I forget what you uh, invested in this time. Uh, finishing off my growler of Cutaway IPA. I was about to say cute away, right. but that doesn't make sense. That wouldn't make any sense. Uh, cutaway IPA from Tennessee Brew Works um, because it's almost 4th of July. And nothing is more American than beer. Beer. Where are they based out of? Do you know? I don't know. Not Memphis. They're not Memphis, yeah. 
probably Nashville, if okay. I had to guess. But speaking of Growler, that did remind me one other thing. Uh, our Memphis Grizzlies had an interesting few days. Mm. Um, Chandler Parsons, four years, ninety-four million, probably overpaying, but with a new salary cap, it is what it is. I mean. It's not really overpaying anymore because the cap's going up so much this year and then next year. And they needed somebody that can actually score by himself other than Conley. So I think it was huge. Um, and then they re-signed Mike Conley to the richest contract in NBA history. Unreal. Uh, I think Michael Jordan made $95 million in his total career in salary. Mike Conley just signed a $153 million contract. Wow. So, I mean, of course, I mean, Jordan Jordan is set for life, obviously. Well, um, yeah. With With – his endorsements and everything, but thought that was interesting, but yeah, happy for him. Um, my Orlando magic, they suck. They have no idea what they're doing and they should just be contracted because now we've got like six centers on the roster. I don't know why. Um, the whole NBA is going small and I guess we're going to start three centers or something. I don't really know. It makes no sense, but I got to have faith in Rob Hennigan, the GM that he's about to trade for a two guard. Um, that's actually worth a damn, but we'll see. Uh, what have you been playing? Anything else other than, uh, the one that I know we've both been playing? No, but I played a lot of that um, yesterday and today. Shadow Complex. Yes. If you're just joining us. Um, I actually beat it last night accidentally. Didn't know I was at the end. You beat it? And then well, I don't had a pretty big boss me. fight. And then it was like, okay. And then, you know, they did a little cutscene. I'm like, okay, I think I know what's going to happen here. And then I was wrong. And what I thought was going to happen didn't happen. And then <laughs> it, was it, was just just, it was over. I was like... Okay. All right. Um, now, so can, I think I had like sixty-eight percent of the items, and I saw probably you, around that same percentage. When I the, turned off, because we were watching Netflix last night. Oh, we started um, Master of None. Watched the first couple episodes. Of that was that good. Aziz and Sari is hilarious. The first I episodes like were pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he wrote, directed, produced everything, so he's it's pretty good. Um, hmm. But I saw before I signed off, I said, Sean, you know, Sean's playing. Shadow Complex, and you had like 59% at that time. I was like, holy crap, he jumped way ahead of me. 59% of the items. Of For the some items. reason, it said you're playing Shadow Complex, and he has 59% of the items. I'm like, well, that's weird. That's, that's a weird specific thing to update. Um, so without spoilers, what did you think? And, and, well, before you get to that, can you go back? Can you keep playing in the Complex to go get all the items, or do you have to get everything before you beat the game? You can. I would say there's a very small area of the game that you will not have access to, but Makes to sense. my knowledge, it's fine. You don't, I don't think there's any, Based I, on I don't nice think they would, fight. right. I don't think they would, um, well, no, because oh. it's the kind of game where once you beat it, that's it. So your last save is right before the last boss. Oh, I see. So whenever so you, you can keep up. going, but there's something that happens before that, that pretty much keeps you from getting to a certain part but I don't think there's anything that I don't think you could, I don't think you have to worry about missing anything. Okay. Um, but I got all of the gold bars. It actually does do something. I really? can tell you, or I can just let you figure it out. Um, I got all of the, so I've got all the weapons. How long? Cause I've got the phone. That was the last thing I got probably an hour ago. I got the phone. I think you get the missiles, not long, not too long after that. Okay, so I must certainly close. much shorter time period than than between grenades yeah. to foam. Um, and I found out that if you collect all of the tanks or whatever the expansion packs for uh, any particular item, okay, you get 
unlimited of that. So okay. once you get all of them, unlimited. So that's pretty cool. Um, I'm still looking to collect the last few things. I've been going around the map, and anytime I see somewhere that I haven't been, like a room that I missed, I'll go there, and right. usually it turns out there's Turn your an flash item in there. On. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now I feel like I'm pretty much out. When I look at the map, there's nothing obvious that jumps out to me as far as places I need to go. And I have all of the missiles. I'm missing, I think, a couple foam things, a couple grenades, a couple pass keys, a couple health I, things, a couple armor thing. But See, I assumed you would have to have all the pass keys to beat the game, but I guess not. That's like the bonus thing as far okay. as I can tell. Okay. That all, yeah. Because I went to the, I found the area where where you use them, and I'm like, well, crap. Okay, I got to go back up the elevator. That's I what can't I do thought. anything here. So, but no, that's why I was kind of shocked when I beat it. I was like, oh, I didn't. Yeah. Um, no, it's a pretty sweet game. Um, very, very Metroid like. It's got me. Even though I beat it, well, that's I'm what, still wanting to go and finish it like 100. percent That's what I was so. gonna say. So it seems like you've liked it more than you did when you started. If you're going back, even though you beat the game and you're still playing it, that's got to be a good sign. Yeah, um, I don't. It's I've gotten used to the controls. I've gotten used to the graphics. Um, there was one part where, as I'm playing through, I think you've already probably been to this point. And even if you haven't, it's not like it's a spoiler or anything. But okay. all of a sudden, you're playing, you're playing, and then you follow in the path where it tells you to go, and you're like, "Oh, let's." I'm right back where I started the game. So it's kind of cool how everything kind of re. I don't know. Somehow I made my way back without even realizing without really paying attention to the map and mm-hmm. i don't know it all comes together i like how there's the outside area and the inside area and as i'm playing more and more i said before one of the things i didn't really like about it was that and still not to the extent of metroid but none of the areas really looked right yeah there weren't like discreet looking areas but there kind of is to some extent um but no, it's a pretty sweet game. I'm sure by next week's episode, I will have 100%ed it. So. Yeah, and I'll have it beaten also. Yeah. Um, I was telling Sean this last week that I realized as I was playing through it, it almost reminds me of a 2D Metal Gear game. Yep. And it's not just because, well, it's definitely a heavy thing is the mechs. Um, right. But you can still, it's almost impossible to stealth in a side-scroller. But you can stealth a little bit, and you can jump up and do the drop kick. which now I try to do that to everybody. Oh, I do so melee kills yeah. as much as possible. Well, because I saw, I finally, I caught up to you. Now I'm sure I'm way behind, but I'm like, yeah, I'm just meleeing everybody I melee that I can. everything, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. I really like it. I got a feeling once I get the rockets, then the enemies are going to get a lot harder. Um, the funny we'll thing see. is when you see, like, the red thing, that you know you can, like, rocket. Yeah blow it up and then you crawl through it in the next room and there's a guy standing there just like dum, dum, didn't hear like, that I didn't hear explosion. that right yeah, or even sometimes when you're on the same screen you're just like above in any but, but you're like in a vent or something and you blow it up and they're still like dum, dum, right. dum, and I'm like I'm playing it on normal this can't just be because of the difficulty this just may be how they did the AI but right. it seems like this is a game that's definitely deserving of a sequel, and I'm sure... I hope so. Now that they... Because it was very well-received when it came out on Xbox 360 seven years ago now. Was Every, that long ago? Yeah. Everybody loves the remaster um, on Xbox One and PC and, P, and PS4. I got a feeling they'll they'll do another one, and hopefully they'll bring Nolan North back well. I mean, I'm assuming our character doesn't die, because it just seems like it's very obvious that he and his girlfriend will leave. Um I mean, we'll live. I'm interested to see if she gets her own 
suit because that's what I'm doing. That's my objective now. That's where I stopped. But she's like, I need a suit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I said, go to the waterfall and get the suit or find the suit or something. Okay. So, yeah. That's my next objective. Um, and then we'll, uh, yeah, go from there. That's all I've been playing. Uh, I downloaded the Street Fighter V uh, cinematic story mode. And I'm just like, eh. I'll do it after I beat Shadow Complex, I guess. It's like three hours long. I'll probably do it in one night. I'm I'm hoping it's... I haven't read any reviews or anything, but I'm hoping it's not as easy as the crappy story mode they had in there that it's like the baby... Remember when we talked about the baby beat story mode? It was just going... (laughs) Just bashing buttons, and it literally a baby beat story mode. That's how bad it was, so... We'll see how it is. Hopefully, it'll breathe some light. I'd still would rather just have an arcade mode. I'm sure they'll add it at some point. They they had to get this out and the other characters, and there's still two more to go. But we'll uh, we'll see where they go from there. So, tangent here, since um, in theory this should not be too long of an episode, in I'm theory. gonna I'm gonna take some liberties here and uh, oh, liberty. go down a tangent. Liberty, July Fourth. Yes. Um, when I was looking for a game for back of the box. One thing led to another, led to another. This has nothing to do with the game I ended up choosing, just so you know. But somehow it came, you know, WWF No Mercy came into my mind. As it should. And I'm just like, such a good game. So I just started YouTubing it just to see, like, gameplay footage. People still play that. The graphics are a lot worse than I remember. Oh, no, they're horrible. They're just, like, blah. It's almost like Virtua Fighter with a little bit more detail. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, and it probably is true. Virtual I didn't, I didn't go back to check, but I thought it was a huge improvement over 2000, which was a huge improvement, less of an improvement, but still a pretty big improvement over Revenge. I wouldn't say huge, but, but it looks. I mean, not terrible. It's identical. It looked good to for at the time, almost. Yeah, but I just remembered Revenge, and to a lesser extent, 2000 being very blocky like just arms that like virtual fighter here's a torso and then here's an arm and they just kind of come together i thought this was more better like blended in like not like less and it's not at all no it's It's, not at all but remember like during the royal rumble and it shows somebody run out and the camera would go diagonal and go (laughs) 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 yes uh but it it made me want to play it again and i just i just wish they would bring it back like bring the engine back it made perfect it made my honorable mentions when we did our top 10 favorite games of all time and it it was probably it was pretty close because i didn't put those in any order but it was pretty close to being in my top 10 just from pure fun factor and entertainment i I wish we had a time tracker on the n64 to know how much time we spent that game well if you combine that game with wrestlemania 2000 and wcw nwo revenge yeah i can't even imagine how much time we played that game those games Probably not 350 hours, but... Yeah. And they just did a new update to GTA Online, but I'm like, I already deleted it from a hard drive. I don't want to reinstall it, because if I reinstalled it so big, I got to delete something else, and I'm like, I just... I don't even want to get sucked back in. It's not that I... It's not a good game. It's still one of my favorite games of all time. I'm just... I'm good. It's very... um, Je ne sais quoi. Yes, very je ne sais quoi. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you were trying to say. I'm going to say, you know, it kind of, it's it's a big undertaking. It's it's very involved. Yeah. And especially now, like, they did this whole felony and fitness, and felony and fit, felony and something update where you can be your own CEO of, crime, of a crime organization, and you hire people, and there's all these 
I'm seeing all these videos, how to make easy money and all this stuff, but you got to pay like $2 million to buy your office. And all this. I'm like, I just don't. Last thing I did was I bought uh, a low rider when they did the low rider update for like 300,000. And then I spent probably over a million customizing it. And then I was done. I was like, why? I don't even like this thing. <laughs> why did I do this? And then I went to try and sell it back. I was like, you can get 250,000 back. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> now I can't, there's no point in even selling it. Oh God. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm probably just going to hold off on Rockstar until Red Dead Revolver, or Re- Red Dead Revolution, or Red Dead Reloaded. Red Dead Revolutions. Rises. Red Dead Rise. Lord Vader. Rise. That was not really <laughs> well. That was Broforce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I didn't say, as you can tell, we're having fun here. Uh, I'm drinking Lagunitas. Lagunitas. Lagunitas, as they say. Um, I got a new keg. Did not get another hernia from it. Thanks to Sean for helping me out. Since mm-hmm. Shout out to Dad for giving us a dolly with a flat, with tire. A flat tire. That we just didn't even use. Yeah. Um, Sean saw how complicated it is. Because I don't have the biggest kegerator in the world. And to try to get a half barrel inside with a big CO2 cylinder. It's not the easiest thing in the world. And Sean got to witness that fun stuff. I did finally figure it out. I figured out I did have it wrong. I flipped it. I flipped it back to on. Now it's pouring just beautifully. It doesn't do the at the beginning. So I got it all set up perfectly now. So the question may be more troll than it's worth, but the question or the question that I have, the answer to which may be that it's more trouble than it's worth. Now I've forgotten the question. This question is more dramatic. Oh, the whole thing about how it's like a perfect fit with the keg and the cylinder, yeah. CO2. Can you get a smaller CO2 cylinder? I don't think or so. Or more trouble than it's worth? Or is that just as small as they come? I think it's just as small as they come. Right. You can get that or you can get the big ass thing that's like, <laughs> you know, for blowing up balloons or something. Right. Um, I don't think you can get it any smaller. And again, mm. I've got the thing where I could put it on the outside, but then it's it sticks out from the wall and you got to big ugly thing and you got hoses i'm like i don't want that in my kitchen so it's it it fits good enough well enough i should say sorry mom if you're listening um she's not i know she never will great mom by the way Brittany doesn't she is a great mom anymore. by the way i'm sorry Brittany she's, hasn't listened since like episode 10 she is a great mom so. jess has never listened to one of them hey but you know what we got sean what do we got we got news all righty so this is a pretty short week um, as far as news goes. Let's get right into it. Um, first thing here, I, I'm so I'm, I'm, I'm almost sick of doing this, and I don't even want to talk about it, but it was a big thing that came out last week, so we're going to talk about it. Report, Nintendo is researching VR. <sighs> Miyamoto was on a conference call or something, and somebody somebody was translating what he was saying and tweeting it out and basically he was saying um, that the reaction of people he he tried VR D3 and what he heard was from himself and some other people at E3 that they tried VR and it was good but then he said well hey all you people that are tweeting don't say anything else Um, but so he likes the VR that's out there. He's not impressed. So they're looking at doing their own supposedly. But the challenge, Miyamoto said, is being able to play VR for a long period of time. For Nintendo, that's important. Um, 
obviously is it's either if it's a Mario game or a Zelda game or whatever, or really I I think it's dumb that they say for Nintendo, it's important to play for long periods of time. Every game you play, unless it's on a handheld is for long periods of time. But supposedly they're looking into VR. There was rumors when the NX first got delayed that the reason it got delayed was because they might be putting VR as part of the NX. I think they're way there's, I don't believe that for a second because they're way too late in the game. If they're already making this and dev kits have already been sent out and stuff, they're way too late in the game. Just say, oh, throw, no. yeah, throw VR. I thought you said dev kids. No, already been dev, death kids. No, that would be an awesome band name. Death kids, bro. Voice. <laughs> so Sean, VR, Nintendo thoughts. So I know it's just a rumor, but is the idea that the NX will now have VR or this would come later than the NX? Because Nobody knows. Neo's already getting pushed back. They're pretty much starting from scratch because Xbox came out with something bigger, better. I feel like none of these are ever going to come out because everybody's going to be like, oh, crap, we should do that. Start it over, incorporate that. We'll never see the NX. We'll never see Neo. Yeah, but we, we don't know. All we know from this um, from this call is that Miyamoto added that Nintendo was also researching virtual reality, so they do have a foundation for VR tech. But we don't know if that means if they're just researching it to research it um, or if they're thinking about putting it with the NX, or maybe they want to beef the NX up a little bit more so it can do VR down the road. We don't really know. The other thing that jumps out to me is Nintendo has always had its biggest success with first-party games. And off the top of my head, none of them really lend themselves. I'm the biggest Zelda fan. I have no... You don't want first-person Zelda. I don't want to play Zelda VR. No. I don't want to play Mario VR. Star Fox, okay. I've never been a big Star Fox fan. Star Fox is perfect for VR. Yeah, because but, you're sitting in a cockpit. Right. Right. But I can't think of many Nintendo titles that just scream VR to me. It's going to be all for the most part, probably third-party titles, or they'll try to force it on a Zelda or a Mario game that doesn't need it. But, uh, I don't know. It's I'm excited for VR. I, I feel like I want PSVR, but when it finally comes out into like a Best Buy or something, try it out, that'll... And I've looked there because they're putting them in Best Buys and GameStops. None of them around here yet are scheduled to They're already any. like They're starting to roll them out now. Uh, But none of them around us are scheduled to get them yet, which sucks. But I still, when I think of VR, games and stuff will be fun, but I'm more like the experience. Like like we were talking a few weeks ago or something about how none of us want to travel to the Middle East now. I'd love to go to Jerusalem. Mom would love to go see the pyramids in Egypt. Like I'm not going there now. There's no way in hell I'm going to the Middle (laughs) East. But with VR, you strap a headset on and somebody records stuff in a 360 camera and you're freaking there. You know, yeah. so when I think of these experiences, like this, this, the Batman VR thing just sounds so cool because you see yourself, you put on the cowl and you are throwing batarangs around and you're investigating and stuff like that. You're not doing hand to hand combat stuff, but you are the Batman. It's almost more about experiences. The only thing I would care about with Nintendo, it would be cool to walk around Hyrule. Like, do you remember, I yeah. sent you this video a long time ago. Do you remember somebody was doing a original Legend of Zelda for the Oculus and they had put it down they'd move the camera down to where you're at eye level just to walk around that would be so cool yeah 
but I don't know that I really want to shoot laser swords at the Octoroks and stuff like that. I don't think it would really translate. But to walk around Hyrule would be cool. Mushroom Kingdom, I don't give a crap about. Um, yeah, imagine when you get into like a level. I mean, I imagine I jumping is Mario. I assume those blocks in Zelda One are actual like walls. Are yeah, you're yeah. just gonna see blocks everywhere. It's just gonna be like a mate. You're not gonna know where it just. Yeah, and then the things work. where you first walk into the dungeon, I guess they're gargoyles or something. Yeah, yeah. that would be cool to see. But like, yeah, right. I don't, I don't know. So I, I just want to know what the stupid NX is. Like at this point, I'm so sick of hearing about it. Like I said, I almost didn't want to talk about this. It probably is going to end up being nothing. But I feel like we got to have something to talk about this week. So let's talk about <laughs> Nintendo and VR. Yeah. Next up, the Bioshock Collection. We've had a lot of the worst-kept secrets ever lately, and this is another one. Bioshock Collection was officially announced by 2K. It's coming out, I believe, in September. Um, So it's Bioshock, Bioshock 2, Bioshock Infinite. Um, I played Infinite a little bit uh, when it was a free PS Plus game on PS3, probably like a year ago now. Um, But... I just never went back to it because it just felt very much just it was like another first person shooter and you're up in Columbia and all this other stuff. But have you ever played any of the Bioshocks? No. The first one is supposed to be so amazing. But again, I already know the twist at the end. Do you know the twist? I don't even know the story. You're in. (laughs) Let alone the twist. I don't really know the story, but you're in Rapture, which is this underwater. It's like underwater. City. Um, But it's like I just. I know what the twist is, so as I go throughout, yeah, September thirteenth, and it's fifty nine ninety nine. Again, it's three games, so you can't really balk at the price, but it's fifty nine ninety nine. Whereas Arkham was going to be forty, but that's probably never coming out, so you yeah. can't really compare that. Um, so yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, the game's beautiful, but again, I know the twist, so I don't know that I'll go back and play it. Um, do you have any any want to play any of the Bioshocks? I've heard Bioshock too. A lot of people are just like. This sucks. And Infinite was like not even a really a Bioshock game. And I know the twist in that too, even before I started playing it. Now I'm like, well, shit. I mean, if we've talked many times on here about why we love games. And one of the main reasons, one of the main things I love about games is the story. And when I right. know the end, and that's why I didn't put Last of Us anywhere on my top 10 or honorable mentions, because it was still, it was lesson for me because I knew at the end he was going to, I didn't know exactly what happened, but I knew he saved Ellie and I knew why. Because he was selfish. And you literally knew, or you just, I know what's going to happen here. No, I literally knew, knew okay. because I didn't play it until like two years after it came out. The only thing I didn't know was the, the thing at the beginning where Sarah died. And okay. that was the most, that was the saddest thing I've probably ever seen in a video game. Yeah. Um, but any, any cares from you to go play Bioshock? One, two, or Infinite? I don't know. I, I've heard pretty good things, like you said, mainly about one and yep. somewhat about two and Infinite. But is it just. Is it a first person? Is it just a first person? It is a. Shooter? It has like RPG elements or something, right? So it's like, it's technically a first person shooter, but people that call it a first person shooter, there's other people that are like, but it's it's not a first person. It's a first person game where you can shoot, but it's very puzzle based and it's not, I mean, not it's not like Portal or something like that. Right. But yeah, it's a first person RPG where you can shoot. So that's kind of what I heard about Fallout. And F that a game. long time after it came out, I got Fallout 3. Oh, you did? Game of the year, everything. Never I never got into it. This. You start like in the little bunker. Yeah. And it's basically just training and stuff. And then you go outside. I 
think I made it outside. I don't know. I didn't do much after that. And I'm just like, I just don't care. It just, it didn't do and it. Fallout me. 4 was just more that. With the yeah. same crappy engine and all the same hitches and people getting stuck in walls. And, it, oh, it's Bethesda, so we'll give them a pass, you know. But Metal Gear 5 has po- has trees popping in. Oh, my God, Fox Engine just sucks. This is ridiculous. Well, look at these shitty, crappy Bethesda games, you know. Yeah. Sorry. I'm a little protective there. But, no, for 60 bucks, I don't think so. Like you said, if it was maybe 40 bucks, Okay. 40 bucks for three games, even if they're all so-so. Okay, what have I got to lose? But it's the same thing. So like Resident Evil Six has come out twenty bucks. Five twenty bucks. Four is coming out for twenty bucks. I want to play four. I'll spend twenty bucks on that in a heartbeat. Day one, and I, I cannot wait to play that game because I've never played it. I would almost pay sixty bucks for RE Four remake. I well, mean, that's I what I'm saying. Remake, but, but I don't uh, want to play five or six. So, but right, it, like yeah. with this, if I, if they would have put these out separately, I'd pay twenty bucks to just play Bioshock, even though I know the twist, just to see the rest of the game how it is and how it plays and everything with with updated graphics and everything and this game's coming out September 13th Final Fantasy comes out two weeks after that if you're putting out a collection like this like there's nothing coming out this summer there's nothing that's why I'm probably going to go play Twilight Princess maybe 7 Final Fantasy probably get back into Metal Gear just so I've got something to play but like and hopefully you'll play Uncharted 4 at some point maybe <clears throat> But these games and like remastered, like I think they put out The Last of Us remastered in the summer two years ago, I think, or a year ago, whenever it came out. I think that came out in the summer, but it's like you beat the holiday and the fall rush. Like there's so many games that start coming out in September. Like it used to be November is when they all hit. Now they come out September, October, November, December. They go all the way through Christmas. So I kind of feel like they're sending this game out there to die, but a lot of people love it. So we'll see how it does. Yeah. Next item here. Never thought we'd have an update about a finger, but here we are. So if you haven't played the Resident Evil 7 teaser demo yet, what is wrong with you? Um, scariest game experience I've had, at least since PT, maybe even scarier than PT. Um, but it was great. But there was one really tricky thing in there. Well, I guess there's two, but they never addressed the axe that I know of. I still say that is just in there to let you know. Listen, you can do combat. There is action in this game, and look, here's how it works. Here's how you can interact with the environment. To me, that's done. I don't think there's anything more with yeah. that. I don't think there's a way, unless they introduce it later, there's not some way that we just haven't figured out yet how you can kill the guy. I don't buy that for a second. I think it's just in there as a demonstration. But the finger. But the finger. So Capcom sent out a uh, an email to people who are Resident Evil 7 ambassadors. I don't, I don't even know what that means, if they signed up early or something, but... The teaser demo has been downloaded over 2 million times. That's awesome. Wow. So good for them. Uh, they said, we'll be posting an official announcement over the, the usual channels, of course, but we wanted to let our ambassadors know before anybody else about a certain finger. And then they sent out an Im- image that says, the path for now is closed, but patience. And there's the finger sitting there. So they're saying right now, you can't do anything with it, but hold on, we're gonna, you're going to be able to do something with that finger. What do you think it's going to be? And do you think it's even... We kind of talked about this the other day. Um, about how a lot of people gave Square Enix... Enix? Enix. Square Phoenix 
Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Um, they gave Square a lot of crap for patching the Do Sky demo that they did a couple of years ago, Final Fantasy XV, instead of just working on the game. Do you think there'll be the same backlash for this? I don't think so. I don't either. I mean, I didn't play that demo. That may have been before I had my PS4. Yeah, it was. Um, but this seems to be bothering a lot of people. Really? The, I mean, from what I've seen. I that mean, they can't just, do the finger or right. that they're going to... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, people are obsessed with the finger. But now it almost seems like... If there's any backlash, it won't be, why are you wasting time on patching a demo? It'll be, well, why'd you put this stupid thing in there in the first place? We spent all this time trying to figure out what to do, and now you basically said, yeah, you can't do anything, but you will be able to. So I'm curious to see if if it's going to be a patch, and then you patch the game, and then you go and play, and, oh, look, there's now a dummy in the kitchen and you go and look at it and ooh, it says this dummy is missing a finger like is it going to be that obvious or it's still going to be something i hidden don't think it'll be i think it'll still be that, it'll be something up in the attic probably but i the reason i don't think they'll have as much backlash is because final fantasy 15 has now been 10 years in development <laughs> so people are like come the f on we've played it we like it give us the stupid game don't worry about the demo it's a demo for a reason right um I almost wish they wouldn't have said anything and just let people keep searching until the game comes out for what to do with the finger. Yeah. Just keep, because obviously it's driving people mad. Like, why did you put this in the game? There's got to be something. And now they come out and it's like, well, just chill. Oh, okay. Now we don't have to play it anymore until you patch it. But I'm interested to see what it is. That's probably when I'll go back and play it again just because um, it's got to be something up in the attic. Unless it's something in that closet with the hangy things from the ceiling, those like things hanging in effigy yeah i will say that whenever they patch it i will download it and play it immediately because yeah i know just as soon it'll be all over twitter oh here's what you do with the finger i don't want to know i want to figure it out if they update it during the day we're going to be at work checking twitter oh well crap right i don't even need to play it that sucks yeah so i i mean i'm excited to try to figure it out i hope it's not something super like the whole pt thing like to actually beat that game i still never beat it because i was like i i tried to get the the phone to oh. ring and then you walk down the hall and you turn around this many times and all this other stuff i was like i could never beat it so i just watched the norman Reedus thing right yeah i had to look online and you have to find i the think the bell has to toll so many times but you can also find all these different pieces of a picture I, I did that yeah i did that but i but never that was as far from, as i got towards beating it yeah yeah so hopefully it's nothing Ridiculous, but I also don't want it to be like old Resident Evil games. Like, you try to open a door. Ooh, there is a diamond shaped cutout in this door. Okay, well, I wonder right. what I do with that diamond I found earlier. You know, I hope it's not that obvious, but I hope it's not. People were thinking the lamp flickering was like doing some kind of like. That was freaking um, me out. What do you call Morse it? Morse code. Morse code. Do this with the finger. Right. Like, I hope. It- as I don't if, know why. As if Morse like code it would come talks through like, like a robot. robot. <laughs> but I just hope it's something that I don't know that I can figure out, and uh, we'll see. I'll probably try for like a half hour, and if I don't figure it out, I'll just right look I, online. If but. I can't figure it out, I would still like to look up what you're supposed to do, but then not have what happens spoiled for me. I'm sure it's just right. another way that the, the the guy in the raincoat comes up and says, "Welcome to the family." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
did he laugh? He laughs first, right? He goes, <laughs> 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 Welcome to the family. I remember the first time I heard that laugh, I was like, I was what? Like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. And Allie was watching it with me, and she's like, oh, gosh. Okay, <laughs> I'm going outside now. <laughs> oh, God. All right, last couple items here. PS Plus games were announced for July. So were the Xbox games with gold. I'm kind of meh about it. Uh, the full lineup for PS4, Fury, new game coming out. Looks, It's an independent kind of fighting game. Saints Row, Get Out of Hell. I've never gotten into Saints Row because it's a GTA wannabe that accepts it's a GTA wannabe and takes it all to the next level of just absurdity that just doesn't interest me. Um, Call of Juarez, Bound in Blood on PS3, Fat Princess on PS3. Those are both supposed to be really good, but I'm just, I don't care about PS3. What is Fat Princess? Platformer or something? No, I think it's more, that they put out Fat Princess Adventures not that long ago. Um... I don't remember if it's if it's a strategy game or if it's a... I, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's supposed to be really good. And then for the Vita, I'll download these just for whenever just I for get for whenever one. you get uh, Prince of Persia Revelation and then Orishika Tainted Bloodlines. I no idea. Also with PS Plus, we get um, early access to Paragon, the MOBA that's coming out for PlayStation that no one gives two, sh- two, two stuffs about. Stuffs about. Um, and let's go through the Xbox games here, and then we'll talk about them, and then we'll move on because there's not much to talk about here. For Xbox One, uh, the crew is free. The Banner Saga 2, which is supposed to be really good. Xbox 360, Rainbow Six, Vegas 2, Tron Evolution. Don't care. Sean, you used to like... Uh, was it Rainbow Six back in the day? Yeah. I liked the original Rainbow Six because... I think it's probably different now, but it was a first-person shooter. But it was not. It was like first-person. It was almost very strategic. It was very strategic, yeah. And it was usually like one and shot. It was realistic. Like if you shoot somebody once, they're dead right. pretty much, unless you just get them in the hand or whatever. Um, and it was sort of stealth-based, and you had like, yeah, you know, what do you call? Um, flashbangs, and you could yeah. Bring, I don't know. It's just. I loved it. And that was by far when it came out. It was like the best looking or game something that we had ever had on yeah. a computer. And it ran perfectly, which yeah. I was shocked because our computer was never that good. But no, I loved the original and then I never played any of the other ones. I assume they just probably went the way of most first person shooters. And because speaking of first person shooters, yeah, people are shot at. No. They're it's just fireworks. people were shooting fireworks last night. I was like, What is that noise? I'm like, Oh, it's yeah, July second, people are shooting fireworks. Yeah. I don't care about any of these games, but that was too good a segue for me to even try to say anything about them. Speaking of fireworks, <laughs> July 4th is tomorrow, and we started thinking, hey, what would be a good uh, topic for a podcast this week? Let's talk about some of the most patriotic games ever made. And a lot of this will be tongue-in-cheek. No, it won't. This is very serious, because tomorrow's July 4th, and we have freedom, and we have the freedom to like these games and no one else in this world has freedom right Sean that's right we are the only ones so we started thinking what are some of the most patriotic games and one of them was very recent but we both tried to come up with some we haven't compared our lists yet yep we're there's there's fireworks it'll be funny to see if that comes through uh, we're not getting shot at yes this is Memphis but no we're not getting shot at those are fireworks so let's go through and talk about some of the most patriotic games in video game history I'll go first um, just in general Call of Duty yeah 
every Call of Duty game there is, World at War, all the way up, now we're in space and we're shooting terrorists in space and infinite warfare. I mean, uh, the, the modern warfare games were probably the most patriotic and, like, America's getting invaded. It was such cool. Like, the first... The first one had the best storyline, and then they kind of got more and more absurd. But, like, yeah, we're getting invaded by the Russians, I think. Or was that in 2? 2 was the no Russians mission in the airport where you had to actually kill. That was horrible. You had to kill. You had to slaughter everybody in the airport, the no Russians mission. That was horrible. Wow. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Call of Duty, it's it's war. We do that better than anybody else. Yeah. Um, we're killing terrorists. We do that better than anybody else. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's Call of Duty. So I think Call of Duty in general, yeah, patriotic, not the most, um, but it's definitely up there for me. Um, okay, I like it. In general. So we're going to save the obvious one for the end. Yes. Okay. I, don't, I have no idea why you did that voice. Um, all right. I will start with... All right. If you want America... In a game, yeah. I, oh, please, please. It's Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I mean, so I would say which one? I I would say five, probably five. Just because they've they've perfected their storytelling and their satire yes. and and all that. Um, Grand Theft Auto Four, for all its faults and stuff, it was cool to see the immigrant story play out and all that but right, it's just too, way too serious and... but it was way too serious for a grand theft auto game like i want to have jetpacks and fly jets around and just blow things up and right yeah um so yeah it's grand theft auto we don't really need to say too much about it but that's that is america the game america the game for the fifth time and i spent 350 hours <laughs> uh so another game I think of, these are more tongue-in-cheek, but after this one I'll have a more serious one. It's time to kick and chew right. bubblegum. That was on mine, too. And I'm all out of gum. Duke Nukem 3D. I, I would like to go back and play the first Duke Nukem, the, the 2D side-scroller. Um, so I think they were included. Really? With with forever? Duke Nukem. No, with Duke Nukem with 3D. 3D. Okay. And I think it took a while for us to figure it out. Maybe you never figured it out. I don't think I did. But, but back then, like, games were almost shareware. Like, you could, like, right, Doom, yeah. you just b- borrowed your buddy's 10 floppy disks and, and you, you installed it. it and then you got it. Right. So maybe that was it. Maybe we did that with Duke Nukem and then eventually we ended up buying it or something. What was that? That was a firework. Yes, it was. <laughs> I light, saw something bright. Light travels faster than sound, yes. Um, but. Yeah, so they weren't what I... I'm talking one and two. Yeah. I thought they were supposed to be more like Contra. Like just run and gun, enemies everywhere. And it really... It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't good at all. No. But... And that always made me think, even though I don't like first-person shooters, I always thought Contra should be redone. Not that... Maybe not that it should, but that it probably It would, would. work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Duke Nukem, um, smack talking protagonists. That's a nice way to put it. Jetpack flying, whining, limousine. And <laughs> but yeah, just I don't know. It's what did he say? I'm gonna, I'm gonna rip off your head and, and 
down your neck. Down your neck. Yeah. <laughs> Poop down your and neck. And then after you def- you see so you're fighting him on the football field, and then it goes yes. to the crappy cut scene, and then he, like, kicks his head and hits it through the field goal pose. You I could, mean, it's just You could walk up to a urinal and pee and go, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> There's just, it was so over the top, along with all the stuff I don't even want to talk about on this podcast because we like to be able to have kids listen to, to be able to listen to this podcast. Duke Nukem was so over the top and so Marika, it was amazing. What else you got? Um, all right. I'll go a little tongue-in-cheek. I don't know. This this could be both tongue in cheek and and uh, tongue out of honest. cheek. Yeah, tongue not in the cheek. Okay, that's another saying I've never understood. Tongue in cheek. Why? If oh. your tongue's in your cheek, you can't talk. Yeah. Hey, man, you have like like my tongue in my, my cheek. tongue is on my cheek. That's how I talk. Never understood it. But um, <clears throat> hear me out here. I'll try. I'm going way back to like. Late 80s. A game you just talked about? Nope. Oh, okay. Um, oh, God. Are you going to say Akari Warriors? No. Okay. Uh, Oregon Trail. I thought about it. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. I mean, part of it is the um, the story. Yeah. It's, you know, making your way from right. wherever I don't to know where wherever. you start. You're going west is all. Yeah, you're know. moving west, and you're in the old wagon. Yep. You got you you to shoot the bears and, and stuff. Yeah. It's awesome. You can dive dysentery. Dysentery, which is what everybody thinks. There so, were, what other sicknesses were there besides dysentery? Do you remember? Typhoid. Typhoid. That's typhoid. what I was thinking. <laughs> no, I didn't. Dysentery. I love me some typhoid. <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't know. And then the other part of it is it's just, it is America because every kid, I don't know, maybe not your kids, maybe not kids today, but people our age, our generation, when we were kids, every single kid played that game in school. Yes. Everybody knows that game. It is just My part kids have never of heard growing of up. Yeah. That's sad. I'm sure I can download it for like, yeah. Steam. I'm sure it's on Steam. I can download it. I should. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just, it is America both in, like, the game itself and then also just the experience, the shared experience. Everyone that, that is our age played like, that game. It's not like it was just, like, a New York thing. It was... No. Everyone I've heard that is our age played Oregon Trail in school, no matter... Do you remember Grab a Cab? Remember playing Grab a Cab on the Apple IIs in Wiley? I do now. That yeah. was awesome. Fantastic game. You just drove around and you picked people up oh and you brought God. them where they wanted to go. I forgot about that. You, they grab a cab, so I call grab a cab. Grab a cab. I like it. But yeah, Oregon Trail. Did you know a game came out last year on the Vita called Oregon Trail? O-R-G-A-N. Did we talk about this? No, but I can imagine. It's a zombie-themed Oregon Trail game on the Vita called Oregon, O-R-G-A-N, Trail. Fantastic, awesome! It's actually supposed to be pretty good because I mean it's the it's the spirit it's the and everything kind of, of game. Oregon Trail. Yeah, it's absolutely. like text based. Yeah. And, yep. Hmm. So if I ever get a Vita, I'll be downloading that for three, four bucks, whatever it is. Yeah. So let's get a little serious here. Next one I've got. It's in the title of the game. Came out in two thousand one for the PS two. We could almost do a back the box challenge right here. Whoa. I saw that one. 
Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Hmm. What Solidus was trying to accomplish, getting his freedom from the Patriots, getting our freedom back, getting, and then the whole thing of, especially where we are at now, Kojima's a freaking genius. 15 years ago, he saw where we would be of the flow of digital information. And he who controls that information controls everything. You look at the reports about Google and Hillary Clinton and how they, they, they fixed the searches for her compared to every other candidate out there. Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah. Um, the bad guys were the Sons of Liberty. They wanted to get their freedom from the Patriots. They want to get out from under the control, just like we want to get out from control of the, the English. Um, all those many 250, what year is it? So 240 years ago? 240, exactly. 240, exactly, yeah. Um, there, the, you could do a whole podcast pretty much on every Metal Gear game, but if you really wanted to get down into the brass tacks of Metal Gear Solid 2 and all the underlying themes and where we're at now in the world and everything else, um, Metal Gear Solid 2 was a very patriotic game. From I mean, my God, the end of the, the, the last fight, you're on top of Federal Hall with the George Washington statue. And then you fall down right in front of... Do you fall down in front of a statue of Lincoln? Solidus does as he's he's reaching, and then he, he finally just dies after he falls off of Arsenal. Something, yeah. I, I think remember. it's I think it's Lincoln. Could be. Um, Metal Gear Solid 2 is right up there for me. It's t- I, I agree. I like it. At the same time, it's tough because, yeah, it's, it's patriotic. It's America, but it's America in that it's depressing yeah <laughs> it's depressing because they nailed it they nailed it and i and then you you want to talk about if we were on a, a different kind of a podcast metal gear solid 4 and the system and controlling all the weapons in the world and stuff like that that's going to come true at some point too like kojima is very smart or at least trying to do that kojima is so smart but the digital information, nobody, I mean, the internet was just barely the internet back in 2001, you know. We were we people probably saw Prodigy even, back then. Yeah, people didn't even have, like, we were all on AIM. Nobody even had MySpace, I don't think, at that point. Maybe they did. But was, but he still saw yeah. where it was going to go and where everything was going towards digital information. It's not analog anymore. It's just whoever controls it controls the world. And, well, here we are. Yeah. That was depressing. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, how many more you got? Besides I've the just finale. Got the one. Okay, so I'll go ahead and do my last one. It's a trifecta. Trifecta. For the gen- well, it's probably multiple things, but we know them from the Genesis. Let me think of the Sonic order. Sonic 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> Nothing more American than a blue hedgehog running fast. Uh, I don't know if I'll get the order right, but Desert. Oh, jungle, desert, jungle, urban. urban. Yeah, uh, I think that. I know urban was last. I think that's. I the just right don't know. If desert, I think desert came, came first. first. Yes. Oh we never gosh. owned any of them. We didn't, but, but we, we rented, rented all three. We rented of them. all three of them multiple times. And it was the EA game, so it was like the with taller the cartridge with the yellow thing, thing. that yep. I don't know. I always wanted to pull if it out. You, like, does this thing come? What is this thing? If you read, um, oh my god, now I'm blanking on his name. The Console Wars. Um, oh. Blake's book. I forget his last Blake name. Blake Harris? Blake Harris's book, Console Wars. 
there's a whole big section on there on EA and Sega and Super Nintendo and all this stuff and all the the the, the movings of that. Really? It's all explained in the book. You need. I don't remember if I gave it to you yet or if I, just I still told you have you it. Yeah. Okay. I just never finished it. Read that book. Sometime this summer, since again it's the dead time of games and stuff. You'll. It's a long book, but you can probably blow through it in a week. It's so once you once you get the first. 50, 60, 70 pages are kind of boring in the history of Nintendo and Sega and all this stuff. But once it gets to where we came into the picture, like when the Genesis, not when it came out, but when Sonic came out, when we fell for the marketing and all that, you'll be like, I can't I can't put this down. That was but, the thing. I lost interest when it was all, oh, and then so-and-so, whatever his name, the Sega guy, oh, and so-and-so got on a plane, and he traveled to here, and he talked to so-and-so, and they talked about, I'm like, I don't care, just talk Kalinske. about video games. Like, yeah, Kalinske. It'll get there, trust me. Once so, it gets to where it all starts, and, and, and Nintendo and all their uh, card games and all this other crap where they came right. from, it's tough to get through. But once you hit where it's interesting, it's good for the next 90% of the book. At the end, it kind of tails off, and they kind of, he kind of, you know, because it was... After the Saturn came out and that bombed, it's just like, and then Sega died, which yeah. is understandable because that's how it went. But yeah. yeah, read the book. The EA thing, there's a whole big section in there just about those cartridges. Hmm. All right. I will have to look that up. But um, yeah, very, um, at the time, that's kind of what the closest thing you really had to war games. So it was before you had first person shooters with Call of Duty and all that. And it was before. Yeah, that was before all your Command and Conquer, Red Alert, all those games. I was going to say, it was before any of those RTS games, yeah. And it was just... I remember were the Krolls being... Really? Yeah. They were, Wait, right? Wait, what? Command and Conquer? No. Or uh, the Strike games. Oh. No. I would say it was just... Did you... Were you controlling the... You just control the helicopter. Yeah, okay. That's what and I they tell you where to go, and you just... It's almost like Choplifter. Oh, that was a great game, Choplifter. Oh, my God. On the Atari. Yeah. We need an Atari also. I remember the controls were a little wonky. I think there was two modes. You could have like right, go right, and down, go down. Or you could have up, just go forward. And down goes backwards, and then you turn. That's like inverting the Y-axis now. Right. And I remember, I don't know, it took a little getting used to, but I remember those games being hard. They were very difficult from what and I maybe, remember. And yeah. maybe they weren't very long, and they only got really difficult because... Maybe I was getting towards the end of the game and didn't realize it. But I remember flying through the beginning of all of them and then it just getting too difficult for me. But I don't know. That that seems like, I know we talk about this all the time. That probably would have been good on our way, way back episode about um, series to be brought back. Oh, they could do so much with that. Yeah, especially when you see games like Diablo and Warcraft and all these things that people still play, just nonstop. If you turn that into more of a an RTS game, like a Command and Con- I can't believe Command and Conquer hasn't come back yet, or maybe it has, and I just don't pay attention to PC games. But I don't think it has. But, um, like I always, there hasn't been a really new one like in a those while. games. I really, oh, like I love those games. games. Yeah, um, I love fireworks. Actually, I hate them. I think they're stupid. You know. Did you hear about the guy in New York City today in Central Park? His foot off. Like, but the picture they showed, like, of him lying there, you can see like his it's bloody stump. Mangled. I'm like, oh my god, why are you showing that? That should be like blurred out or something. I don't want to see his bloody stump. That's disgusting. Ugh, Anyways, America, America. Um, speaking of America, number one, I guess on both our lists is 
Brothers. <laughs> I cannot stop. And I'm it, maybe part of it is that I'm glad I've just I've dragged this out for a while. Like you beat this game a long time ago, but I've been playing it here and there as we go. Um like you do. Like you do. Hackadoo. Like a Twinkie. Like a Twinkie. <laughs> what the hell is that from? <laughs> I have no idea. I want to say Family Guy or something. Oh, I when they're know. doing like a Morgan Freeman impersonation, and then he says, "Oh, it's the Shawshank parody episode." <laughs> like a Twinkie. Like a Twinkie. Like a Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> so you actually do a pretty decent Morgan Freeman. <laughs> um, this game is so good, and when we get to the end this year, and we do our you know our best games, our top five games of the year, or whatever. It's going to be right up there for me, no matter what else happens this year. This game is so much fun. I absolutely love this game. And it's funny because before it came out, like you were talking about, I can't remember what game you're talking about. That was, it wasn't a Contra ripoff, whatever. This, I thought it was just going to be an 8-bit Contra game with big explosions and bros. And that's the, that's the first layer of the onion. But this game is a really well-made game. Like, Oh, the gameplay is phenomenal. It, and the, the gameplay is perfect now that they fixed that little hitch at the beginning of every level yeah. on PS4. They, they patched that a while ago. But like, there's so it's not run and gun. It is so strategic. And No, if you just run and gun, you're going to die. You're dead. Yeah. Like, I love those, those covert ops. And I wish you could go back and replay them. But I'll just once I beat it, I'll go back and I'll, I'll play through the game again. But... Those were fun where you've got one life and there's nothing you can do. There's checkpoints you can get to. Um, that last one where all the things just start blowing up and you got to use time bros, uh, slow down time thing to jump over them and all this other stuff. It's so much fun. Like these, This game is so involved, but it is so much fun. And the amount of Murica you can put in these 8-bit graphics and these pixels with, with blowing these terrorists up and raising the flag and escaping and just... And the crazy electric guitar. Yeah. And the eagles screeching. At the beginning, and and he's got the huge biceps and everything. Like, it's so (laughs) tongue-in-cheek, but it's so... Really, I just want to do this topic so we could talk about how great this game is, because I knew this was going to be number one for both of us. But, Sean, why do you love Broforce so much? It's... It's hilarious. The, I mean, we keep coming back to this, but the tongue in cheek. I still got one more bro to get. By the way, I've still got the so many until your next unlock. So I haven't unlocked everything. So you have yet. at least one. More. I have at least one more. Who I have you unlocked? One more since we last know. played. Do you remember? Mm. I don't want to give it away. I don't think anybody. Uh, okay. I unlocked the the chick from Grindhouse or whatever. She the, sucks. Yeah. I hate that. I, I'm like, just kill me. I don't even care. Yeah. Um I got Bronan. That was a while ago. The Brobarian. Brobarian. The Bro Brobarian. I don't even want to look up all the characters. Bronan the Bro Brobarian. Yeah, then I'll see who the last one is and I don't want to spoil it for myself. You definitely but. have at least one left because I know there's one. And I don't even think he's that good. Oh, okay. He's another like Conan, you know, like a melee kind of character, I think. Dude, I I really like Blade, Brode. Whatever yeah, it's it's it is. Just, 
because he's so good, and he just and he moves forward when he hits. See, I kind of like Neo. He jumps too. so fast. I love Neo. He's too. super powerful. Yeah. He has no range. But. I love both of them, and I love those are two of my favorites, and they're melee characters. But then also the the Brone Doc Saints oh, yeah. are awesome because I mean you also get an extra life basically. But, yeah. Um, their attack is good. I love uh, B A Brobracus or whatever his name <laughs> is in this like. Just the, the, the flamethrower doesn't have a lot of range, but it and that's the other thing. Every character in Every this character is different. A hundred percent different. Yep. They're special I sometimes I even forget that they have special attacks, but everybody's different. They've got different attacks. You got some of them like uh Men in Broad or whatever what, what's Will Smith's name for Men in Black in the game? He shoots his you know, the little pea shooter thing and it knocks I think you he's back. Just bro in black. That's awesome. <laughs> it it knocks you back like right. 10 feet. The noisy cricket. Yeah, the noisy cricket thing. I couldn't remember what it was. The little pea shooter thing. Um, that's awesome. You've got like some of them like, is it RoboCop where you got to hold? You have to charge up the shot every time. Is it so, RoboCop or RoboCop? Or Brobro? I think it's Brobo. Brobo. Brobo the clown. Um, but like everybody's attack is different. And then there's Time Bro who just, it, it like, I, I mean, we're, we're laughing as we're talking about this, but the game is so... No. Good. That's what I was going to say is even if it wasn't bro themed and it wasn't all America if and it, it was wasn't different all characters of these characters with, that you know. Right. Even if, if they were, were new just, characters with new names with different attack types and you still the levels went about the same way. Right. The gameplay it the, the, it the, still would have been a good game. And then so all that good. just it puts it over the top. Yeah. So like I think IGN gave this like a nine five or a nine six or something. When I saw it I was like, oh, whatever. And then I played it and was like, this is this is just one of those games where I will always be like, I got nothing to play. Just pick what it up the hell? Play, let's yeah. go into Broforce and I'll just call Sean and be like, hey, you want to get on? Let's, let's play Broforce together. Okay. We'll play get what? a little party and we'll go Broforce <laughs> together. And we'll get a party going and we'll just go from there. Um, <laughs> yes, it's tongue in cheek. And yes, I'm in hell now getting ready to fight Satan and all this other stuff. But like, it's just so good. It's so, so good and like i said when we get to our top games of the year which this will count because it didn't come out on playstation until this year it came out on pc last year um this will be right at the top will it top uncharted probably not just because uncharted is shooting way up the list the more i think about it of my my all-time favorite games but bro force is so good i, I don't know what else i can say about it yep. what else can you say about it um all i can say is Bro-force. Hey, we didn't break the microphones. (laughs) That, ladies and gentlemen, has been the main topic of episode 28 of the two-player co-op podcast. The most patriotic games in the history of video games. What do you think? Did we get it right? What are some of your favorite patriotic games in the history of video games? Tweet us at KevinWhite24, at RealSeanWhite, or at two-player underscore co-op. Let us know. Actually, you can actually go to our Facebook group, uh, facebook.com slash two-player co-op gaming. Uh, We've now got a Facebook page because we're official. Let us know there uh, what you think your most favorite patriotic games are all the time. It's now that time of the week where it's time for the... It's It's the the back of the box challenge. challenge. We're getting better at that. Yes. Every week. And my voice stays the same every week. If you didn't know, the back of the box challenge, how we end all of our podcasts every week, we get together, we do a podcast, and at the end, we do the back of the box challenge. Where what we do is we look up a video game. We look at the back of the retail box. We read that Brokes. <laughs> Brokes. <laughs> Brokes. We read the back of the box to the other individual. It gives them a summary of the game and everything like that. If there's any pertinent information, we bleep that out so it's not too obvious. Then the other host, they can 
ask eh, about five questions or so. Usually we don't keep track to try and narrow down the game and guess it to see if they can get it right or not. That is the back of the box challenge. Sean, you are reading first this week because I know I read first last week. Okay. And you've already told me this one's going to be difficult, so this sucks for me. It's short, and if you don't know it, there's not a whole lot. So I mean, gonna do know, I know it? I think so. You're oh, either going to oh, know great. it or you won't. But it's <laughs> no not like kidding. The, that such is life. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm going to skip this first sentence. It's four sentences. I mean, four words. There's only four, okay. I was gonna, you're skipping what? There's only four <laughs> sentences, and you're skipping one. Okay. So if you know, if you like know, know this game, you'll know it in the first few words. But I'm not going to believe it out because I don't think you'll know it. As Carrington Institute's most promising new agent, blank must uncover the truth behind the Datadyne Corporation's recent technological breakthroughs. Breakthroughs which could have serious consequences for mankind. Um, Is that it? No, there's some bullets. I'll read them. Please do. <laughs> I've never heard of Carrington Corporation. Okay, good. Over 40 advanced weapons. <clears throat> Shoot through walls, guide rockets by remote, and cloak yourself to slip by unnoticed. Highly intelligent simulants. Simulants or stimulants? Simulants. Spelled the same, just without the T. Highly intelligent simulants. Command computer-controlled teammates to attack, follow, protect, and more. Teammates. Okay. Innovated counter-op mode. Play as blank while a friend takes control of various enemies. Wait, takes control of enemies? Yep. What the hell kind of game is this? It's instead of co-op, it's counter-op. It's you is versus them. Is that what them. it says? Yeah. Innovative counter-op mode. Is it counter-strike? So one per- no. So one person can play as the main character and the other person can be the enemies. That is it. I have no I have no friggin' idea. Is this a 16-bit game? Nope. 32? Nope. 64? Mm, yes. I own this. It's not Winback, is it? Because you no. don't... I don't remember it being co-op or counter-op. I owned it. I don't know that you even know that I owned it. I don't know if you ever played it, but I owned it. And it was towards the end of... I, th- I could be wrong. I remember being... Is it a first-person game? Yeah. Is it Perfect Dark? Yeah, it is. Oh, God, thank God. Jeez. <laughs> I'm like I. I hope you know this game. So I knew the if game. I had I said, know. do you remember her name? I'll know it when you say it. So that was what I believe. Play as Joanna. No, Joanna Dark. Oh well, I mean, if we just said Joanna. Well, Dark. I didn't say it. Yeah, no, okay. but it just says play as Joanna. Joanna. So no, I believe I that I would have given that to you. And the first sentence is step into the dark. Well, but, okay, but, uh, yeah, kind of, kind of would have given it away there. Okay. Um, no, I didn't know that. That's how it worked. So they took GoldenEye's formula of the it's four player co-op, built on, yeah. and then they let you be the enemies hunting down. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it seems like people either love or everybody loves GoldenEye, but people either love or hate Perfect Dark, and that sounds awesome. Nobody's done that. It. Nobody's done that since. Honestly, I think. I think I played Perfect Dark before I played GoldenEye. GoldenEye, really. One thing I remember, which was good for me because I suck at first person games, so it's kind of leveled the playing field. There was, I think it was like the rail gun that you could, that's why it says, one of the things I said said, shoot through walls. And you can, when you go into like, I mean, it's first person, but when you go into like first person, like 
rather than just seeing you hold the gun when you look through the the targeting uh, reticle, whatever reticule. Yeah. reticule. Um, you see everything in like almost like X-ray vision, and I could see you even if you were like if you were inside your house right now and you were beyond this wall, beyond that wall, beyond that wall, I'd still see you running around and I could shoot you through the walls. Really? So it was great for me because I suck at the game. So right. now I can shoot people before they're even like able to see me. But if they have the gun, then I'm screwed. But Interesting. I, I, I literally, it, I never played Perfect Dark one time. It was, have you played Goldeneye? Yeah. It was basically little, that engine. tiny, tiny bit. Is that same much. engine? Right. Better graphics. Two or three years later, yeah. Yeah. But no, it was actually, it was pretty good. I didn't know you owned it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it was maybe one of the last games that I got for N64. Because I was like, if it's 64, but it's got to be N64. Because what? A, nothing else was really. Because PlayStation Two nothing was else. technically 128, 128 and so I was think. the Xbox. Yeah, um, and then they just stopped counting bits after that. But yeah. um, that's such a good concept. The only thing that's close to that now is these these multiplayer games where it's either like um, Evolve, where you're either the monster or you're the hunters. Or Rainbow Six Siege, but that's really just two teams going after each other. It's not really, you don't really ever invade. Well, Watch Dogs kind of did that. So, in Watch Dogs, I can't wait for Watch Dogs 2, by the way. I'm so excited for that, even though everybody looks, you know, they're, they're so prototypical hipsters and whatever thing. But in Watch Dogs, the way they, the multiplayer worked is you could invade somebody else's game. And there would you would get notified, oh, somebody's trying to hack you. And on your map, a big circle would appear. And it would say, you know, it would, it would start counting all the way up to like 100%. Once it got to 100%, all your data was gone. They won that interaction. You had to fight them down. And they didn't look like Aiden. It's not like you had another Aiden Pierce walking around in a trench coat and a freaking bandana on. It's not that obvious. They just appeared as an NPC. And you would hack into their game and you would it would help level up your character and earn trophies and all this other stuff but that was the closest thing to it but even then you weren't really a bad guy you were just another You're hacker just trying another, to steal their stuff yeah. yeah that's awesome I really like that I'm really like taken aback now I never knew that's how Perfect Dark was there was a sequel too I don't know if it was good Perfect I think Dark I'm, Zero oh yeah there you go that's yeah. what it was I think that was what PS2 or something mm, or was it Wii no, or something no it was a GameCube I thought it was not an intent, but maybe it was. Maybe it was GameCube. Hold on. You're listening to us because we are experts on video games. Yes. We know every game ever made, who it was made by, when it was made, and what systems it came out on. Perfect Dark Zero, Xbox 360. Oh, okay, so it was Xbox. Oh, yeah, because duh, because then Rare switched over to Microsoft. I knew that. Yeah, it came out for the... Uh, Xbox 360, and that was it. Okay. And see, I feel like that was probably just another that was not well Halo. Yeah, it's just yeah. another first-person shooter. Yep. God forbid anybody does Do anything different. different. Well, now I was going to say, have you heard of the game Super Hot? No. Okay, this is a... It just came out on PC. I think it's coming on Xbox, maybe PlayStation. Um, It's very pol- polygonal. Like, the levels are just white with walls and stuff, and the enemy who you're trying to shoot is just like a red like stick figure made out of polygons. However, the trick to this game is the person you're trying to kill only moves when you move. So this is like the first new thing that's been done in a first person game in forever. So think about it. So like you come around the corner and you see them and you're like, Oh God. So you can shoot. So if you pull the trigger though, they've got a chance to move. 
but it's all strategery of trying to line everything up right so that when you move, you shoot, and by the time... But they mirror you? Or no, they, they don't mirror you, okay. but they can't react unless you move. But your bullet also doesn't move unless you move. And people that have played it just absolutely love it and say it's so it's so strategic and everything that it, it's unlike any but other first-person shooter leads? Like, if I'm playing you... It's all based on you, I believe. But well, no, multiplayer? but you can do multiplayer. So it's if, if one of you... I don't really understand it. Yeah, just, oh, yeah. People love it, though. No, I've never even heard of it. But yeah, super. I like that it's different. Yep. All right, you ready? Sure. Welcome to blank. Final Fantasy. No. Where the only sound you'll hear is your own heart pounding as you race through forests, lakes, mountains, and dungeon mazes in an attempt to restore peace to blank. Along the way, you'll be challenged by blank, blank, <laughs> and an endless array of ruthless oh, creatures Christ. who will stop at nothing to bring prevent you from finding the blank <laughs> i almost gave it away without even saying one. but don't despair with a little luck and a lot of courage and a little blank. you'll conquer your adversaries and unravel the mystery of blank i feel like it's a zelda game is it a zelda game i don't think that's a question you can ask <laughs> Because, I mean, forests, lakes, mountains, dungeons. That's mm-hmm. Zelda. Okay. Um, with a little bit of courage. Link's always got the Triforce see, of I, Courage. See, damn it. I okay, shouldn't so have, it is Zelda. Damn it. But, I mean, Cause I was like, now it could be of, one of, like, 25 games. Courage. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it, that's as far as I can get. Um, well, now that you've narrowed it down, along the way you'll be challenged by... Tektites, whiz robes, and an endless array of blah, 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 blah. Is it the original? Ape it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I never even thought looking that up because I just assumed... I didn't... I, it wouldn't be a good one because I feel like it would have been so obvious. If or, I didn't say dungeons, dungeonous mazes, if it was just forest, lakes, mountains, and blank... I mean, forest, lakes, mountains is the... Like the three, <laughs> yes. it's always like every Zelda: Earth, Fire, Fire, Water, wind, Water. I heart. am Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was very obvious to me that that was a Zelda game. But technically, well, I think Tektites and Wizrobes. Well, what are the Tektites? They were the the spinny things, the little, right? the things that, or no, those were the levers that come out of the ground. Yeah, tektites were the little spidery jumping things in the mountain, I think. Uh, okay. Because they weren't the octoroks. Right. They're not levers. I think that's what they are. They're tektites. not the, the moblins. Right. Yeah, I think they're the little, been them. The things that you fight in Ocarina, the things that are on like Death Mountain Trail or whatever. Were whiz robes in any other... That's what I'm trying to think. What were they were the ones that just appear the orange ones just appear the, dungeons, the blue ones right. like you can see move right the orange the blue ones go around the room the orange ones come out of nowhere there were i don't know if they were called whiz robes but there were the equivalent of them in Zelda 2 they would just show up and then shoot a little beam at you and then disappear they would be like the equivalent of the orange ones that just disappear and reappear and shoot at you and then disappear hmm. um I don't know that they've been in any of the newer ones. I mean, I didn't think that they definitely weren't in Ocarina because I just played through that. I don't remember them being 
they weren't in three. They weren't between. They weren't in link between worlds. Link, link between words. Link between words. <laughs> link between worlds. They weren't in either of those. But I'm. I mean, I haven't. Yeah, any it seems like they're like such a generic wonder, enemy that they would have been. But. Link's Awakening, maybe anything like that. I don't remember the Game Boy game. It seems like they're more fit for a 2D Zelda, but I mean, I mean a top-down Zelda is what I mean. Sorry. I could have sworn they've been in some kind of. It just seems like they should have been in all of them, but now that I'm trying to visualize them oh, in some of the later you know games, what? I can't. It almost seems like. What was the name of them? I think they. I think they evolved into um, in Ocarina. Oh God. The things in the uh, the cemeteries, and then that one level where there's the four of them, the boss. Oh, the, the pose. The pose, but I thought the pose was the ghost. Or were they? They're really the just pose? ghosts. Okay. Maybe there haven't really been these yeah. robes. Hmm. Hmm. That bothers me because I would have thought they would have been in like every game, but. Well, now you've got research to do for next week. Yeah, I'm on it. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. This has been episode 28 of the two-player co-op podcast. Again, you can reach us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. He is at RealSeanWhite. Together, we are at two-player underscore co-op. You can also find us at Facebook.com slash two-player co-op gaming. Download us on iTunes. Please give us some reviews. Share us with your friends. We're also on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, any podcast thing you can think of. Um, We've been dealing with a lot of fireworks tonight. Sounds like Sean keeps farting, but they're just fireworks. Sometimes you can't tell the difference. Nonetheless, it's been a great 28 episodes. Everybody have a great 4th of July. Celebrate your independence. Drink some beer. Play some Brew Force. And come back and listen to us for episode 29. But until that time, Sean, why don't you take us out? Thank you for playing America. America.